Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Protect yourself from identity theft and take complete control of your debit card with Secure Lock Equip from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Visit FABNT.com for details, member FDIC. It's time for Oaklawn Game Day, presented by Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort. An inside look at this week's big games, exciting prop bets, and the latest wagering lines from Oaklawn's race and sportsbook, the natural state's favorite place to play. Now, here are your hosts, Justin Acri and Oaklawn's mutuals and sportsbook manager, Zach Gillum. Welcome in once again, everybody, to Oaklawn Game Day, Zach. Gillum, Justin Acre, great to be with you once again. Zach, how are you, buddy? I'm doing great. How about yourself? I'm great. And uh, a lot of our listeners who have decided to hold out and have just been stealing our information without utilizing the Oakland app or an account at Oakland are going to be really happy to hear this. There's an even better reason to do it now. Not that you should need any additional reason to join the Oakland team, but folks, Zach, you guys have finally come up with that big incentive for folks who have not done it just yet, that have been holding at, out. Uh, for those that have not signed up, go ahead and get signed up now. We have our $250 first bet insurance available for new and existing users. Existing users, please check your email. You should have received an email for how you can go about qualifying and opting into that promotion. If you did not, just please contact us, customer service. We will look into it and make sure you are able to take a part of this as well. But essentially what it's going to be is it's going to be a insurance on your first bet up to $250. All of the criteria is on the website, oaklawnsports.com. But basically we wanted to give you a, a stab at your first wager and see what you can do. If you win, then congratulations. You get those winnings. If if you lose, then we're going to credit you with a free bet, equal value, and you can give it another shot. So it is the max of 250, right? You don't have to bet 250, but you only get one crack at this, right? You can't like use that 250 over five or six bets. Correct. This is a, uh, a one shot at it. So it is, as you said, you don't have to do up to 250 on that first bet, but we are offering you up to 250. Minimum bet is going to be $10. So anything between $10 and 250 and meets the other criteria that's part of this promotion, which you will see on Oakland Sports and you will be qualified. All right, we handed out a lot of winning tips last week, I will say, including our lock of the week. This is my favorite kind of recap because we were on fire last week, Zach. Now, we did miss a couple of things. Thursday night, I got burned by Baylor. I liked Baylor. I cannot believe still to this moment that they gave up 43 points to West Virginia. Admittedly, short week. Admittedly, road game. That is my normal rule, Zach. It's more of a guideline, I guess, obviously, because I didn't follow it. But if it is a road team that's higher ranked on the road Thursday night, got to watch out for upset alert, and they did get upset 43-40. But we hit a bunch over the weekend. I love to Iowa State on the line, catching 16, I think they got, and the under against Texas. Both those hit. I had those parlayed together. Loved Clemson last week, and that was our lock of the week. That was the easiest money you're going to find all year. That's one where you want to fire the house at it. Not literally, of course. We want you to be responsible, but it was three and a half when we talked on the show last week, Zach. It moved to five, which made us realize we were on the right side of the money. Same thing happened in the Iowa State-Texas game. The money moved towards Iowa State, and so you knew, yeah, we're probably on the right side of this thing. Things worked out well. I like USC. They end up coming up short. Two-point conversion. Gutsy call by Utah. USC still easily covered the number. It was three and a half. They lost by one. So, I mean, we were all over the place last week. Uh, missed a couple along the way, but for the most part, really solid week. You were on the, the right side of the USC. I was wanting to take a money line. So, you know, that's what happens. You yeah. get those points, you got to take them sometimes. So, it was a very eventful weekend. It was a good slate of games for college. Great uh, great slate of games for the NFL. And we've got some good ones this weekend as well. Yeah, no Arkansas this week and no UCA, no UAPB. Three of the four Division ones are off this week, but Arkansas State's got a really intriguing game, I think, we're going to talk about among the others. Let's 
quickly go through promotions, Zach, because we do have a ton of games I want to get to and a lot of futures and sidebars I want to touch on also. Yeah, absolutely. So promotions going on. We have our spin and win on Mondays, our 50-plus frenzy Tuesdays, our Hot Springs Village Day is on Thursdays. We have Ladies Night Out Friday. That's in the first turn bar, Oak Room, 5 to 9 p.m. 100 ladies win $100 cash from 6 to 10, and we have drink specials. And then we have also our Spook Lawn coming up at the end of the month. That is going to be a lot of fun. Halloween party in the event center. Guests must be 21 or older to attend. All of the information on oaklawn.com. So please check it out. Lots of promotions going on. As we alluded to earlier, we do have our first bet insurance promotion going on oaklawnsports.com. Whenever you go to the main webpage, you will see the first graphic there alluding to that. And we also have watch parties going on in Pops Lounge. So if you're a sports fan and you want to get into one of the bars, doors open an hour before the first kickoff. Oaklawn.com for details there also. And there's a cool $5,000 event going on this week on Thursday, Zach. And I've never heard of a face dodo, I think is how it's called. It's Fado-do. a Fado-do. It's a Cajun dance party. I got to say, all the times I've been in New Orleans, I've never heard of this before. But this is for gold members. How does that work? So gold members are invited and they've been re- uh, RSVPing to this event. So it's going to be an event in the event center. Gold members are allowed one guest. So please contact our marketing department or on your invitation, you will have information on how to reserve your spot there. Got a couple of headliners coming up as well. You can get details at oaklawn.com, the voice of rock radio and Little River Band, both coming up in November. Also in Pops this week, it's Bobby Dagonia on Friday and Saturday night. Oh, and by the way, horse racing is not far away either. I need to mention December 9th. Mark your calendars, folks. That's a Friday. NCAA football to win the NCAA championship. I'm starting to think Ohio State might have the best team in America. They're going to face one of the best defensive tests they'll get all year this weekend, but they still sit second as far as the odds go at Oaklawn. And look, it's hard to have an argument against Georgia. Admittedly, it's just Vanderbilt, but they did shut them out last weekend. And there's a lot going on here. We pointed out some teams last week, and I feel like moving forward, you're going to have some additional opportunities like that. So Georgia top choice plus 135 ohio state 150 alabama's at 450 clemson at plus 1000 then here's one of those potential interesting ones michigan they're at plus 1600 and at the end of the season face off with ohio state and then we have tennessee down to plus 1600 they were plus 4500 last week before they beat alabama yeah and alabama was 250 last week and now you said 450 right correct okay and then usc's another long shot they could still get back into the mix if they win the pac 12 and then don't forget about undefeated ucla ucla's got a great opportunity this week to go to oregon and win and stay undefeated and relevant in the race. USC plus 2,500 and then UCLA at plus 4,500. All right, Arkansas is off, as I mentioned. BYU's up. They're at Liberty this week. They're beating up, Zach. They got a tough order to go across the country this week into Virginia from the mountains. They're 2-5 and five against the number, and they're giving, I believe, 6.5 on the road this week. So BYU, an opponent we just watched Arkansas play last week, seriously not even close to the same kind of challenge this week against Liberty. But I, I feel like with the injuries and everything else, you got to account for that too. Keep that in mind and uh, they're a little beaten up, so uh, I'd like to see the Cougars bounce back, but that'll be a tough deal. Let's move on to Arkansas State, and we'll get into the, to their actual line here in a second, but I did want to mention they are 6-1 and one against the spread. Second in the country, only to Kansas at 6-0-1. Oh, Jayhawks still have not lost a game against the number. And then in the FCS, we mentioned the two FCS teams in the state are off, but there will be some lines. Look for those specifically when you go to football on Saturday. Typically, you'll have those maybe late Friday night. In the SEC, our favorite, Georgia, as you'd imagine, Zach, since they're the favorite in America, 
Alabama. Not a not a too far back there as a second choice. Georgia minus one ten is your favorite. Alabama plus one twenty five. Second choice Tennessee is at plus five hundred. Old Miss at plus sixteen hundred. And you know each of these top four teams face each other. Not each, but you have Georgia Tennessee have a matchup later yep. this season, and then Alabama Old Miss. So, Absolutely. Um, this can definitely get mixed up even more if we see an upset in one of those games. Yeah, if Tennessee beats Georgia, it's going to go way down, and I don't know how much longer they'll get. I assume they'll double or triple, but I mean, yeah, bottom line is if you don't beat Georgia, you're probably not going to win the East, which means you can't win the league, but I like the chances there. If you're going to take a flyer, why not throw something in Tennessee and just see what happens? In the Big Ten, Ohio State's an overwhelming favorite. Michigan, your second choice, but they were 550 last week, and I have them at 450 for this week, Zach? Down to 350, so okay. Ohio State minus 375, Michigan at plus 350. And then in the Pac-12, pretty open race still. Everybody's at plus money. Yeah, that'll be settled out a little bit this week with the big Oregon-UCLA game. Absolutely. Um, I expect to see um, some changing there, whether it's Oregon becoming a heavier favorite or UCLA, UCLA potentially becoming that favorite. But right now, Oregon plus 125, USC at plus 275, UCLA at 300, and Utah at plus 450. Okay, and of course, Utah just beat USC, and yet USC's plus 275, and Utah's plus 450, whatever. Of course, Utah had lost earlier in the season. In the Big 12, still a wide-open race, Zach. Texas escaped last week, and they got a tough matchup with a beaten-up Oklahoma State team this weekend. Yeah, looking at this, Texas, your favorite at plus 150, TCU at plus 200, Kansas State plus 350, and Oklahoma State at plus 400. Quarterback is day-to-day or questionable, I guess. Mike Gundy's not giving us any information. Their defensive backfield has been banged up, too. So I'd love to see Oklahoma State at home get the job done against Texas this week and kind of balance things out in the Big 12 race, but it'll be a tall order. Let's look at against the spread numbers. We already mentioned Kansas, best in the country, and I mentioned Arkansas State. They are co-number twos with a Tulane team that's been surprisingly good this year. Rice is 5-1. and one. James Madison 5 and 1, Buffalo's 5 and 1, Tennessee still 5 and 1 against the number. Syracuse with the biggest matchup in a long time. The Orange going on the road to Clemson. It'll be a stadium full of orange for both teams this weekend, but uh, really good against the number and then Kansas State's got another big matchup 4 1 and 1 going into the weekend with TCU at 4 1 and 1. So we're going to talk about those teams a little more. Worst against the number this year and how about worst against anybody? Colorado 1 and 5 against the number along with Army and Virginia, Boston College, Fresno State, San Diego State. My Miami of Florida and SMU, 1-5 against the number. And SMU's got an intriguing game this week as well. And if you think the trend will continue, you might want to go the other direction. And I kind of like that bet this week. On over-unders, if you like trends, Colorado State has not covered a game yet. Neither is Georgia Tech. They're 0-5-1. Georgia is, uh, as far as going over-under, Georgia is all about going under, Zach. They are 1-6 uh, and six against the over. So, unders for Colorado State, Georgia Tech, Georgia. Kentucky's 1-6 and six on the under against the over. So, they, they've been under six out of seven times and that's not surprising these are great defensive teams right and then iowa as you might imagine one and five against the over so that's a team you always want to look at going under and they've got that ohio state game this week on the other side of things teams that keep going over washington leads the country six oh and one going over memphis is six and one and arkansas is six and one on the over they went over again last week yeah these are things like we've said early in the season and then even to this point once you can find some of these trends that you're comfortable with it's something you can almost blindly follow through the rest of the yeah. season. Some of these teams are just very good against the spread or very good at not hitting an over and getting that under home. So definitely something to look at more than just what teams you like. And again, I still get questions from people. What does that mean? That means the combined points for the team and the team they're playing. That's the over-under. Now you can bet on individual teams in just about every game on how many points they will score as a team over or under a certain number. And you can also bet on like first to 25, first to 30, that kind of thing. So a lot of different ways to wager on these things. Let's move on to some games this week, Zach. Got one between App State, 
team that's really had a really intriguing season at home on a Wednesday night against Georgia State as a pretty big favorite. Yeah, looking at this one, App State currently favored by nine with a total at 60. Another fun belt mention here for Thursday, Troy at South Alabama. That's a really good game, I think, on paper at least. Yeah, looking at this one, South Alabama currently favored by a field goal, minus three, total at 46 and a half. And then Virginia's at Georgia Tech also on Thursday. On Friday, a couple of games, Tulsa's at Temple. I was mentioning Tulsa is, is another intriguing team. Seems like all the T teams, Tulane, Tulsa, Temple's not so intriguing. But Tulsa's been really good offensively. Temple's been pretty bad most of the year, too. They haven't scored many points. So, again, might look at that total. What's that total look like at Tulsa Temple? Yeah, looking at this one. So, Tulsa's favored by 13, total at 52.5. Okay, might want to factor that in. Look at Temple's history. Tulsa's been scoring points. It's an intriguing one. And, again, on a Friday night. And then UAB at Western Kentucky. Yeah, Western Kentucky, slight favorite, minus 1.5, total at 57. All right, on Saturday game, Zach, let's start with an SEC one. This is the best game of the weekend in the SEC. And there are some intriguing matchups. They're not exactly premier like we had last week with tennis with uh, Tennessee and Alabama and a couple of the other matchups, but this is a good one. Ole Miss LSU, basically a toss-up game. Ole Miss a slight road favorite, I believe, right? Or is LSU favorite right now? LSU is a slight favorite at home. Um, LSU currently minus one and a half total at sixty-eight. Okay, I, I've been back and forth on this one. I liked Ole Miss, then I kind of got talked to LSU. Don't know what to think on this one, but if you feel strongly, very narrow line. You're not going to get many that are that close in the SEC on a given weekend. Cincinnati's an intriguing one. We're talking about SMU not being great uh, against the number this year, and they are at home against a Cincinnati team that's not been real impressive offensively, Zach, but we know they hang their hat on the defensive side, and Southern Methodist, SMU, is 1-5 against the number this year. They will be a slight home dog on Saturday currently Cincinnati goes on the road as a field goal favorite minus three the total at 58 and a half I gotta take the cats on the road there okay here's the most intriguing game of the week I think Iowa catching 29 at Ohio State right over unders 49 and a half you have the top two of the top three defenses in America Georgia's number two in scoring defense 9.14 a game Iowa's number three 9.83 a game they're both coming off a bye they're both rested the most Iowa's given up in a game is a 27-14 loss to Michigan earlier this season but Ohio State also boasts the best scoring offense in America, 48.8 points per game, which leads me to, Zach, why I think they might be the best team, the most complete team. I'm thinking they don't give up a ton. Iowa doesn't, but I'm also thinking Iowa barely scores. Thinking something along the lines of 35-10. I feel better about the under 49 and a half than I do Iowa covering the 29. But that's where my head's at on this game. I think it's a really interesting game with a pretty much a big mismatch because of Iowa's offense. Yeah, absolutely. And as you said, you know, um, considering how good the defense has been, it makes you look at that number on the spread and say, can they really cover it? So it's, it definitely brings some intrigue to the matchup. You have Ohio State, as you said, minus 29, total at 49 and a half. I encourage you to look at the numbers of the two quarterbacks. Too. You'll laugh your head off of the disparity in the production. It's pretty crazy. Kansas at Baylor. And, of course, Kansas is trying to rebuild itself with a new quarterback after losing their starter for the season. Baylor disappointed me so much last week. I just don't know what to say. I did not expect some of the things I've seen from Baylor recently. Last week killed me on Thursday night. Let's hope they bounce back this week. I like them at home against Kansas to cover the eight. That's the line still, correct? Correct. Currently, Baylor minus eight, total at 58.5. We're expecting a relatively high-scoring game, but it has gone down to 58.5 from 60. So people are moving that direction. Here's a great matchup. All orange all the time. Syracuse catching almost two touchdowns at Clemson. The orange come in sixth in scoring defense, just over 13 points a game. Clemson actually is ranked behind them, but they are at home, and they're giving up less than 20 a game. I like the under here, too. Yeah, absolutely. This is definitely an intriguing one. Syracuse having a good season. Clemson, as you mentioned, favored by two touchdowns, minus 14, the total at 50. Okay, that actually is moving up, so people are expecting a little more offense. DJ Uyanga Lele has actually had a much better season than a lot of people would perceive. I want to 
say, I'm not going to guess, but he only has thrown a couple of interceptions. So that's the one thing he's doing well. Maybe 14 to 17 touchdowns. Can't remember exactly the number, but he's only thrown a couple of picks. That's the most important thing. They're not turning it over. So could lead to some more points for Clemson. I like them to win. Covering the 13 and a half makes me a little uncomfortable, but if I was going to go one way or the other, probably with them. West Virginia, can they back up that cover and victory against Baylor last week, Zach? That's the question. They're going to Texas Tech. This should be a high scoring affair. Yeah, going on the road there, uh, uh, touchdown underdog, so Texas Tech minus 7 in this one, total at 65.5. Yeah, I like the over there. It was 66.5. I don't understand the money line move the other way, but that's okay. I'll take it. Uh, I like the over there. I think a high-scoring game, unless I'm missing out on some injury news that I didn't see. Here's the one I talked about, Oklahoma State hosting Texas. Uh, at first, you see the line, you're like, no way. Oklahoma State's obviously uh, should be the favorite here and should be the favorite by a pretty significant amount. But Texas, because of Oklahoma State's situation, is uh, – uh, going on the road, and it's a pretty close line, but not what I expected. Texas almost a touchdown favorite on the road at Oklahoma State. Right now, minus 6.5, total at 61. Yeah, I mean, again, I, I'm not real impressed with Texas, but I wish Oklahoma State was healthy. The line would probably not be where it is, though. Maybe the best game nationally. This is where game day has decided to go. UCLA traveling to play Oregon, expecting a high-scoring affair here. It's the number 12 offense at UCLA and the number 9 offense scoring offense at Oregon, so expect a whole bunch of points. Yeah, and again, at 2.30 for the West Coast, not not something we usually see. So right now, Oregon minus 6.5, total at 69.5. Chip Kelly against his former team, Zach. Let's see how he does. Again, you can get your Oakland Sports app. It's available for Android, available for iPhone. You can go off of your laptop, your iPad. You can pull it up on your uh, whatever kind of surface you like to use, and it's real easy to wager, and there's just a million different ways to go about it, folks. Stanford last week, there's another game I like. They were catching 16, didn't need it, Zach. Guess what? They won the game outright at Notre Dame last week. Hope some people jump jumped on that one. Arizona State has not won a game on the road all season and they travel to play in Palo Alto this weekend. Yeah, looking at this one, Stanford currently favored minus two and a half, the total at 54 and a half. Arizona State, by the way, is off a bye. Stanford, that hard-fought victory in South Bend last weekend, so keep that in mind as well. Arizona State's been pretty good since they let their head coach go. Vandy at Mizzou, I love this game. I love the Tigers. They've been competitive in every game except their loss to Kansas State earlier this season, and we see what Kansas State has done since then. Missouri hasn't won much, Zach. That's why I think the line not bigger than it is. Vanderbilt's awful. They got shut out like 55 nothing. I think it was last week at Georgia. I like Mizzou this week to cover the number. Right now, they are favored by two touchdowns over Vanderbilt, minus 14, total at 52 and a half. I'll take Missouri all day. Arkansas State, talked to a couple people that I trust. Pretty good chance, they think, to win this game outright. So I'm going to look at the money line and then also realize that A-State's catching about a touchdown at the University of Louisiana. Obviously, their head coach has left. He's now at Florida, and things are not quite the same for the Raging Cajuns, who are riding a long winning streak prior to his departure. Yeah, looking at this, the Cajuns favored by a touchdown at home, minus seven, total at 51.5. On the money line, Arkansas State is currently plus 200 with uh, Louisiana Lafayette at minus 250. Again, talk about tough luck. I mean, it's kind of been like Missouri. Missouri's had a lot of close losses. Arkansas State, close losses. Last week was a close loss. I think Arkansas State breaks through this week on the road. Tough game, but man, it's worth a flyer to me. You're getting two to one on the money line. Mississippi State, Alabama. This is an intriguing game, but the thing about it is Alabama's probably not in the best mood after getting beaten by Tennessee. I'll tell you one thing, Zach. I would not want to be an Alabama defensive back this week with Nick Saban, who has a uh, defensive back focus from his previous jobs over the years after what they gave up to Tennessee. Tough performance, but hey, give Tennessee a lot of credit. They found a way to win. Despite a boy, they had a fumble that was scooped up for a touchdown late and still found a way to get it done. Anyway, Mississippi State, I don't like the way they approach the pass game. I certainly expect them to have a little bit of success through the air, but uh, this is a scary one to me. It's a big line. Yeah, absolutely. Looking at this, um, I would not want to play Alabama this week, but saying that, someone has to, and 
Alabama, currently favored by three touchdowns, minus 21, total at 61. All right, South Carolina I have no respect for at all, but they have won some good games. I mean, look, they beat Can- uh, Kentucky, rather, without their starting quarterback. Both these teams are off a of bye. Texas A&M, to me, has got to be in desperation mode. Jimbo Fisher has never had a three-game losing streak at Texas A&M, and the amount of money they're paying him, he should never have won. South Carolina's won three straight games after opening the season one and two. It's its longest winning streak under Shane Beamer. So you got two teams that seemingly are going different directions, but I think all the pressure's on A&M, and they have to win this game. By the way, Texas A&M has never lost to South Carolina since they joined the SEC when the series began in 2014. And did you know, Zach, they play for a trophy? This is a trophy game. I did not know that. I didn't know until this week. Let's see here. Texas A&M currently on the road is a field goal favorite, minus three, total at 44.5. Three and 44.5. So people are moving towards South Carolina. I, I think the desperation modes, I still think overall roster-wise, A&M's got more talent. I, obviously, quarterback play, you got to give a big edge to South Carolina. But I think somehow the Aggies will find a way. they got to get A-chain moving the ball. He is a stud, and they got to give him the ball early and often. The trophy, should I tell him, Zach, or should I keep it to myself? Oh, go ahead. Let's, let's hear it. The James Bond. Trophy. He was a student at South Carolina, and he died in the Battle of the Alamo during the Texas Revolution. So there's the connection between the two states, and they have a trophy in his honor. Very cool. And that's a good one that even David Basil didn't come up with, so pretty cool. K-State's at TCU, one of the best games nationally. Two teams that have been very surprising. We're going to have a purple out over in Fort Worth. Yeah, looking at this one, the Horned Frogs currently favored by three and a half points, total in this one at 54 and a half. Do we keep riding TCU, Zach? I don't know, man. Tough, tough call on that one. Speaking of purple, Washington, like him at Cal. Cal is terrible. Cal, to me, that's like the Pac-12 Vandy. The under's 57. I like that. Might want to tease this one down. Seven and a half for Washington? Correct. Washington currently minus seven and a half, total at 57. Yeah, this has been kind of my my thing. About once a week, I'll tease a game. So I like to combo the uh, the line and the uh, over-under with a so I might go Washington to one and a half and the over under to 63. So I like the under at 63 and Washington minus um, a point and a half. And if they can't win the game like that, forget about it. You're dead to me. Washington, by the way, has not won a game on the road. They're trying to do that for the first time. But Cal also lost to Colorado in overtime last week, Zach. I can't bet on a team that lost to Colorado. I'm sorry. And taking the tease as you laid it out, so Washington minus one and a half, under 63. Odds are currently minus 104. So almost doubling your money. Yeah, basically even money. I love that. I'll take that all day, every day. Let's move on to the NFL. The Bills won a huge game last week at Kansas City. Great game. And we were treated a great afternoon game last week. Bill's your favorite, and no surprise, it's uh, relatively short odds, but you're still getting better than 2-1. to one. Yeah, absolutely. The Bills currently plus 275, Eagles at plus 550, Chiefs at 800, Bucks at 1,200, Vikings at 1,600, along with the 49ers, Chargers at 1,800, the Ravens at 2,000, Packers 2,000, Rams 2,000, and then our Dallas Cowboys at plus 2,200. Okay, I'm not a Cowboy backer, but at 2,200, it might be worth throwing a couple of bucks at it. I'm just saying. All i got to do is get them there. The NFC is wide open. I still don't believe in the Eagles, sorry. Just because I don't buy Jalen Hurts in the, in the clutch, it, I mean, they're a great team. Seems like they're playing well in all three phases, but still. Bills, your favorites in the AFC, no surprise. Chiefs next. Eagles are your current favorites. Let's talk about the NFC. Just your top three or four here, Zach, including I guess you can go down to the Cowboys if you want to. Yeah, looking at this, Eagles is your top choice, as you said, plus 220. The Buccaneers at 500. Vikings, 700. 49ers also at 700. Packers and Rams at 900. And then the Dallas Cowboys at plus 1,000. Um, if we're going to mention the Cowboys, have to mention the Giants. Giants are plus 1,700. We don't have to. Probably should. 
Yeah, that, well, most years I guess we wouldn't have to. This year I think it's worth it. Fine. Okay. Your heaviest favorites, the Bills in the divisional races. AFC South still wide open, Zach. When you look at the AFC South, the Colts are your favorites, but they're still plus money at plus 120. And in the NFC North, the Vikings are your favorites now pretty overwhelmingly, and the Packers continue to slip. If they lose this week to the Washington Commanders, I'm never going to say the P word the rest of the year on the podcast, I promise you. Yeah, Vikings, as you said, they have moved all the way to minus 305 to win the NFC North. Packers plus 250, and then 40 to 1 for the Bears, and 66 to 1 for the Bears. Or, I'm sorry, 40 to 1 for the Lions, 66 to 1 uh, for the Bears. Yeah, I don't know that we need to talk about the Bears. They're they're dead to me too. They're uh, they're playing Monday night, I believe. We'll talk about them in a second. Passing, and then, and yeah. then another another uh, division that's just constantly mixing from week, week to week is the NFC West. You now have the 49ers top choice minus 106, Rams at plus 140, Seahawks at plus 1000, and Cardinals are now the longest shot at plus 1300. What are the Rams doing? I don't even know. Yeah, Cardinals play Thursday night. They lose one guy. They get one back. We'll talk about that in a second. Passing favorites. Josh Allen plus 200 is your passing leader. Uh, Justin Herbert and Mahomes are next with Brady at 1,000 plus 1,000. Mahomes and Herbert are 550, right? Correct. 550 for Herbert and Mahomes. Okay, and uh, Allen's plus 200, so that's 2-1 to one for him. Receiving-wise, Tyreek Hill jumped back up on top. Yeah, Tyreek Hill, top choice, plus 550. Justin Jefferson at 600. Stephon Diggs at plus 650. Cooper Cup at 700. And then A.J. Brown with the Eagles at plus 1,600. And not a lot of move in the run game. Chubb is your favorite, then uh, Barkley, then Josh Jacobs, and then you get to Derrick Henry at plus 1,000. So top few choices are relatively close, but uh, you got your same numbers, I think, or same order as last week. A couple of numbers here to keep an eye on against the spread. Atlanta still has not lost against the number this year, 6-0 and for the Falcons. Giants are 5-1 and against the number, and Buffalo's 4-1-1, and and a few other teams doing well. Dallas is above 500 along with Philadelphia. As far as unders go, Buffalo 1-4. and five as far as going over so their defense has risen to the occasion almost every week and their games have gone under five out of six times same for san fran and denver you know how good their defense and how bad their offense has been rams one and five against the over indies one and five tampa's one and five since he's one and five these teams have been pretty predictable zach and then on the other side cleveland's gone over five out of six times and detroit has gone over four out of five times all right let's look at our games of the week we talked about the thursday night game new orleans at arizona line surprised me i thought it would be higher but the over under makes me feel good i like the under here with the defenses playing and the cardinals struggles offensively but they get deandre hopkins back after the ped suspension they lose marquise brown though who's been about their most productive receiver 43 catches almost Almost 500 yards and three touchdowns, and the Cards have lost eight straight home games. Zach, I can't even believe that. Yeah, absolutely. And I know they've had some injury issues with Connor as well in the running back position. So hopefully, them getting Hopkins back won't hurt that they lost Brown. But either way, I think the line is indicative of the, the injuries they're facing. The Cardinals currently a two-point favorite at home. The total at 44 and a half. It was one and a half. So wisely to me, it's moving to two. And I love my Saints, but I don't buy them. Atlanta Falcons six and zero against the spread. Bengals four and two against the spread. They got a win against the Saints last week and the Falcons will go on the road as about a touchdown dog. Bengals currently minus six total at 47 and a half. Browns at Ravens. Looking at this, the Ravens currently favored minus six and a half total at 45 and a half. Over under in the Lions-Cowboys game is 48. 80% of the time the Lions have gone over, but we know how good the Cowboys defense is and the Cowboys are going to get Dak Prescott back. At least that's the indication. The total has moved. It is now up to 49, so they must have got your memo. Cowboys currently a touchdown favorite minus seven. All right, the Packers at the Commanders. This is it. Aaron Rodgers might as well retire if he can't win this game this is a commander's team that's coming off a win at chicago 12-7 12-7 folks low over under as you might expect 
Yeah, Packers currently minus five and a half in this one. The total at forty-one and a half. Okay, that hasn't moved. No surprise. Colts won at home, thirty-four twenty-seven against Jacksonville last week. Titans are off a of bye and hosting the Colts. And of course, these two teams played a couple of weeks ago, and the Titans won in Indy, twenty-four seventeen. The rematch. Yeah. Yeah, this one, the Titans currently favored by minus two and a half, the total at 42 and a half. All right, we got to hustle along here because I want to talk about Major League Baseball too, but uh, Giants at Jags, Bucks at Panthers. That's a double-digit line. Panthers have been terrible and also the worst cover team in the league. Texans at Raiders, Jets at Broncos. That could be an interesting one. And then the Chiefs trying to rebound this week at 49ers. They lost, obviously, at home last week, and the Niners coming off a really disappointing loss, 28-14 at Atlanta. Chiefs currently favored by field goal, minus three, total at 48 and a half. Seahawks charge. The Sunday night game, Steelers-Dolphins. E rough, but there's money to be made, Zach. What's that line? Absolutely. Dolphins favored by a touchdown, minus seven, total at 44.5. Keep an eye on Tyreek Hill, Tyreek Hill's totals. I'd like to see what his receiving yards are for that game. And then the Monday night game, Bears-Patriots. Got to love the Patriots. I don't know if it's going to be Zappy or Mac Jones, but either way, I like the Patriots to get her done. Yeah, and they're currently favored by more than a touchdown, minus eight, the total at 40. Hey, let's go to Major League Baseball. The ALCS is set. The NLCS is set, and we've already got a game in the books in the NLCS. Phillies won two zip after uh, hitting a couple of home runs against the Padres. Let's look at the favorites to win it all. Yeah, looking at it all, the Astros are your top choice, plus 150. Then the Phillies, plus 250. Yankees at plus 280. Padres, long shot at plus 500 after having that first game loss. Arkansas is going to be on the court Monday in an exhibition game. They are the sixth pick to win it all at Oakland. And, of course, Gonzaga is your favorite. Arkansas, I think, was 10th in the preseason poll, but they are sixth where it counts on the money. NBA is underway. We had our opening games on Tuesday. Got player props, got teams, over-unders, all those things available at Oakland. Lock of the week. Last week hit. We were uh, getting to four and four with that win last week, Zach. And quickly before we get out of here, the lock of the week. You better lock it up. You better lock it up. No, you lock it up. You lock it up. Lock it up. Lock it up. Lock of the week this week is going to come out of the world of college football because that's where we've had the most success this year. I like UCLA at Oregon. I like a state on the road. I like Clemson at home on the under, but I like Cincy on the road at SMU as well. I think Cincy figures it out. They haven't been real great offensively. SMU's not covering well. I'll take Cincinnati minus a field goal on the road at SMU as our Oakland game day lock of the week. All right, it's going to do it. We're just about out of time. In fact, we are out of time, so we're going to move along. Zach, did I miss anything? I think we got it all covered as long as that lock hits. Okay, that'll be fine. All right, so there you go. Good luck, everybody. That's going to do it for us on Oakland Game Day. We will join you next week right here on Oakland Game Day. For Zach, I'm Justin. Good luck, everybody. <laughs>